This is the Well-Connected Twin Cities Podcast. I'm Lily Zaborowski. And I'm Alex Stahlberger. And we're here to help you feel empowered to own your well-being and discover what's possible. Tune in for conversations with local professionals as they share their inspirations, insights, and discoveries that make holistic healing possible. We're sharing the fascinating stories from within the wellness industry for health enthusiasts like you across the metro. In this episode, we learn about the power of acupuncture to heal degenerative eye conditions. This is really exciting because while these conditions typically cause vision to deteriorate over time, people who go through this treatment have been able to stop or even begin to reverse these degenerative conditions. During this episode, I sat down with Cassandra Rose and she helped me understand more about this protocol and what it feels like to receive acupuncture treatment. We also took the opportunity to get to know her a bit as a traditional Chinese medicine practitioner in the Twin Cities. Welcome, Cassandra. So nice to have you on the podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, of course. So we are going to talk about acupuncture and Chinese medicine today and then get into um, some specifics around your specialty in acupuncture, which is all about macular regeneration, right? All about the eyes. Yes. When I heard about this, it just blew my mind. And so I'm really excited to dig into this topic more with you. Um, so that's coming up, but let's start with your background. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what drew you to acupuncture and Chinese medicine to begin with. Of course. Well, I was living in San Francisco, um, Oh, about 11 years ago now, and I was um, doing yoga teacher training, and a friend and I went to go get acupuncture at the school there, and I had never, um, I, I had no experience with it, and I started getting acupuncture, and it just, it's just, it was just the thing. It was just the most perfect thing, and so um, I, a month later, I was in school, and wow. the whole, <laughs> it's, it's been the thing since. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. So you started school out there. Tell us about what that training looks like for people that are acupuncturists. Like what goes into that? What do you learn about? And you know, how long does it take? So acupuncture is quite an extensive training. I went to the American College of Traditional Chinese Medicine, which is in San Francisco. It's the second oldest school in the country. Um, And the program I went to is both acupuncture and herbs. So Mm -hmm. traditional Chinese herbs. It's a... I want to say it's a lot, 3,500 hours around, it takes about four years. Wow. And it's a master's program. So people come in with a bachelor's. Um, and then I also have done um, most of a doctorate in Chinese medicine. Cool. December. And that's another maybe a thousand hours of training altogether with the, the different doctoral classes I've done. And then I've done um, internships with um, Dr. Erlene Chiang in the Wenwu School for Oncology for Chinese Medicine. And then, of course, um, interned with Mott Sexton for Macular Regeneration, which is the treatment for the degenerative eye diseases. Wow. Really cool. So you really know your stuff. (laughs) Well, I feel like I'm just learning. I've had more than 7,000 hours in training. I've done about 10,000 treatments at this point. And there's always so much more that, that catches your imagination to learn. Mm-hmm. 
Very cool. Awesome. So what tools do you draw on to work with your clients? Do you just do acupuncture or do you draw on additional tools within Chinese medicine as well? Chinese medicine is an all-encompassing healthcare system. So we have movement therapy, there are physical modalities, nutrition, um, and all of that I talk about with um, patients. And then for myself, um, my foundational philosophy in my approach to patient care um, incorporates trauma-informed care, uh, body positivity, and I really come from like a harm reduction model. Like I want to meet you where you are and help you make the steps that you need. Nice. So what, tell me more about that. What does harm reduction mean to you? Well, it means that it's not um, all or nothing thinking, Mm. right? So it's a, it's a model of thought that, that says where you are is okay. And each step that you take reduces your harm load, right? And, and it is uh, incremental change is powerful and sustainable. So it's kind of working within those kind of frameworks. Wow. I love that because I feel like in this wellness industry, it can feel like a lot of pressure as you're learning about new things. And I think depending on your personality type, a lot of people might take that, you know, to an extreme with, um, perfectionism and, you know, just trying to do all the things or feeling like they're failing if they're not, you know, making huge changes after learning about something. So I really love that perspective of harm reduction and smaller steps. Yeah. I mean, it's really about making sustainable changes in your whole life that are going to your whole life. Mm-hmm. And um, for some personality types, those radical changes and for some um, conditions, those radical changes are, are really powerful and needed, but you know, that's not um, a common thing mm-hmm. among to want to do radical change. Right. Yeah. So you came from San Francisco. What brought you to the Twin Cities? Um, well, my husband is also an acupuncturist. He um, specializes in mental health and pain management. And um, he wanted to do chiropractic school. So we looked at all of the different areas that offered the kind of chiropractic training that he wanted. And the Twin Cities had four seasons and wonderful arts and a lot of community and a lot of outdoors activities and um, people interested in health and wellness. And so we gave it a try. I'd never been here before we rolled up the truck. Wow. I love it. And what do you think so far? How long have you been here now? Well, two years. We've been here for two years now and it's wonderful. Um, We plan on staying. (laughs) Great. Awesome. Um, so tell us about where you practice too. Where can people find you? So I'm in a, um, a wellness clinic. Um, it's a cooperative wellness clinic with 29 other practitioners and we're Bhakti wellness center. It's in a Dina on 76th in France. And, um, it's really easy to get there. It's, there's a lot of freeways. It's good parking. Mm-hmm. It's a nice, yeah. nice. Awesome. Um, so let's dive a little bit more into traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture in general, and then we'll get into your specialty a little bit more. Um, but can you give us an overview for someone who maybe is aware of acupuncture, but really doesn't know much about it other than it's something that people have raved about and, 
um, you know, it works for multiple things. Um, if, if someone is brand new and they're just aware of it, what do they need to know about acupuncture? Like what, how does it work? Um, I know this is a big question, but if you could just give like, what would you say to someone who's just brand new and doesn't understand it? Of course. Well, the first thing I would say is it is not scary. Okay. Needles are about as thin as your hair. They're very flexible. I would say 90% of the time people receiving treatment nap. Mm -hmm. It is not um, an intimidating uh, therapy model. Um, The science on it is very, um, they've just recently started doing kind of basic science on what acupuncture does to the body. We know that it changes blood flow. It changes lymph flow. It changes expression of inflammatory cells. It changes brain waves and brain um, patterning as around pain. Um, and it improves nerve conduction. So those are kind of the basic science things we know from a Western medicine standpoint. Mm-hmm. From a Chinese medicine standpoint, what I do is I step back and I look at the different patterns in your body and how they interact with what's going on with you. So like if you came in for shoulder pain, I'm gonna ask about your sleep. I'm gonna ask about your digestion. I'm gonna ask about your emotional uh, well-being because those things influence how the tissues got into a state where they could be injured and how they will heal. So there's always a constitutional piece uh, no matter what brings you in. And those are the, the basic things. So you're gonna, we're gonna chat, you're gonna nap, you're gonna feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds lovely. <laughs> Um, awesome. So what are some big categories of things that acupuncture can help with? I mean, it sounds like it can help with multiple things just from, you know, treating the individual person and, you know, maintaining overall health and well-being. Um, but what are some maybe conditions that you've seen people come to acupuncture with and have found great healing or um, great results from using this modality? Of course. Um, For the more science-minded, there's two um, resources that I really recommend. recommend. The World Health Organization has a list of um, different conditions that they recommend for acupuncture. And there's also a a website called evidencebasedacupuncture.org, and that categorizes all the current research. Um, It's common for um, acupuncture to be used for uh, kind of digestive health, um, stress management, and pain are the biggest, probably most famous ones, but it really helps with any degenerative condition. Um, It helps with mental health uh, balance. and Oncology support is really fabulous. Um, It really helps you to be able to um, sustain health for treat when you're in oncology treatments. It's really great for allergies. Um, It, like I said, it's really a whole health system. Like we we help address constitutional strength, and um, that can help with a variety of issues. Awesome. So how can people access it? What does it look like if I come in for an acupuncture appointment? Um, I know you do community acupuncture and also one-on-one treatments. So can you speak to the difference between the two? Yeah. Um, And there's a lot of community acupuncturists here in the Twin Cities, which is amazing. And we also have a lot of great private practitioners. 
Um, so you really want to find um, the place where you feel comfortable and connect with your practitioner. And so for private acupuncture, you'll often you'll come into a waiting room. It seems a little more traditional. You'll fill out your forms and you'll wait for someone to bring you back and then you'll you'll have your intake interview and then your treatment. For community acupuncture, you're often in a room with other people. Um, the, the treatment points are often in the hands and feet um, and then of course the head and then um, it's often a sliding scale or a lower cost with group treatment because mm -hmm. able to, and um, both are amazing. Uh, there's often not specialty treatment within a community acupuncture model. So you do a lot of constitutional support, you do a lot of stress management, you do a lot of general health. Um, and I think that both models are wonderful, which is of course why I offer both. Yeah, nice. Awesome. So when you come in, you get your treatment and then you take a nap. How long does this nap last for? I recommend that people rest for at least 30 minutes. Okay. People rest a little bit longer than that, like 45 minutes or so. For the degenerative eye disease treatments, they're very structured in a way that um, other acupuncture often is not. So those are two 30-minute treatments back to back. Okay. Cool. So let's jump into that. What is, first of all, what is um, macular degeneration? Do you want to just define it for us and talk about the different um, conditions that fall under this? Of course. Um, so by and large, macular degeneration is the most common degenerative eye disease. But you have retinitis pigmentosa, you have stars guards, dry eye can be a degenerative eye disease, glaucoma. But, retin uh, but macular degeneration in particular is um, a condition where small plaques, um, they call them drusen, are, uh, the, they form on the macula, which is the part of the eye that you use to um, see in the center of your vision, where your fine vision is, kind of your functional vision. And so that blocks people's vision, of course. Um, and I, it's often thought of in health circles as a circulatory disorder. Because those same kind of plaques, they can form anywhere in your body, but in your eyes, that's macular degeneration. In your hands and feet, that would be peripheral artery disease. In your heart, it would be coronary artery disease. So it's, it's kind of a, there's a big circulation piece to that. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay, so if someone is suffering from this condition or related conditions, um, how can acupuncture help with this? Like, what does that treatment plan look like? Well, one of the things that happens with the drusen is kind of the cells in your eye that are responsible for vision, they, they kind of shut down. And in a traditional Western framework of thinking, they think of those cells as no longer functional or dead, but they are not, um, they don't degrade in the same way that uh, dead tissue would. So the acupuncture kind of helps to wake up the cells. It can help to clear some of the drusen and it helps to prevent any further degeneration. Wow. And does Western medicine have a solution for these conditions that is as effective or, or comparable? Yeah. Um, there are some, there's some promising research with, um, kind of uh, transplants, retinal transplants, but that's, that's far off in the future and people want to keep seeing right now. Mm -hmm. um, 
there for wet macular degeneration, which is a, a ma macular degeneration with a bleeding disorder, mm -hmm. there are shots that you can get that help the, the eye to not form any new blood vessels. And that's very, very helpful. Mm -hmm. um, but it doesn't, it doesn't stop the, de the de degenerative process. Um, it just helps with that, that bleeding part. And so that's kind of the, the tools. They have a, you know, watch and see what's happening kind of approach. Yeah. Interesting. So when people seek treatment from you for this, is this an ongoing treatment or how long does it last? How often do they come in? Do you want to speak to kind of what that looks like? Yeah. So when people first come in, we do a group of treatments all together. We kind of want to get everything kickstarted and get those cells to wake up. And then it's a maintenance process. So the first year, I recommend people come every week or every other week. And then we kind of let their body um, lead us. So oftentimes people have to stay right around that level to prevent further degeneration. But sometimes um, people will make enough health gains that they'll get down to once a month. Okay. Wow. And then, and then is that basically like for the rest of their life, just... Um... It is yeah. a generative process. Yeah, right? that makes sense. We, we want to make sure we um, keep that from developing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so how did you discover this specialty? It's such a specific niche. So how did you learn about it and what drew you to this work? I had a patient ask me to study this. Wow. And um I had never heard of it, uh, and then when my patient asked me to study with my teacher, Mott Sexton, um, I was fascinated. I just love this idea of working with vision. You know, I come from an arts background in my previous life, and um, the way we see the world is so important and uh, moving and fundamental to who we are, and so the idea of working with people to restore and uh, protect their vision was very moving. And so I took the training with him and um, I was able to do an extensive internship with him. And I have been working on helping people with degenerative eye diseases since then. Wow. So how long has it been that you've been working with us? A little over a year. Okay. And do you find that people are finding you? Is the word getting out that this is an, an opportunity for people with this condition? I think there's a lot of word of mouth. Um, okay. I think, you know, because vision is so fundamental to who we are, people talk about what's going on with their vision sometimes. And, um, but I, I do wish that there were ways to reach more people because it is such a powerful tool. And there yeah. are options for people who are going through this process. Mm -hmm. What age group does this typically fall into, or is it kind of any age can have this condition? Well, for macular degeneration specifically, it's often older folks. It's okay. most common after age 50. So it's kind of like hanging out with grandparents all day. Yeah. <laughs> but retinitis pigmentosa and Skarsgård in particular are usually younger people. Okay. Interesting. Wow. Well, this is just so fascinating that this is, yeah, the results that you're seeing from this and, and the impact you can make on people's lives. I think it's just so cool. So I want to help spread the word about it. It's such a privilege to get to do this work. Yeah. 
Awesome. Um, so you mentioned that you work at Bhakti. What is the best way for people to reach out to you, um, to work with you, to get started? Can they find you through Bhakti? Or is there anywhere else they should look? Uh, there's a variety of ways. I try to make it as easy as possible. Uh, you can call Bhakti um, and schedule an appointment, which is um, like 612-859-7709. Visit mm-hmm. and book online at roselac.com, R-O-S-E-L-A-C.com. I will take you to my website. Um, you can call me directly. My on um, my website is my phone number. Mm-hmm. I'm on Facebook, Cassandra Rose LAC on Facebook. Nice. Uh, I try to have a, a variety of ways for people to uh, get a hold of me depending on what their comfort level is. Yeah. Awesome. Where do you hang out on the internet? Are you into social media? What um, platform is your preferred platform? Um, I am on Facebook and I'm on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are probably my two most common um, social media platforms for connecting with people. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. And how can people find you on Instagram? What's your handle? Um, AccuWitch. Nice. I love it. So fun. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Fun to chat with you. Yeah. Fun to chat with you too. You've listened to another episode of the Well-Connected Twin Cities podcast. We regularly sit down with our local wellness professionals and get the inside scoop into what makes holistic healing possible. Check out our events page at wellconnectedtwincities.com and look for the next Thrive Thursday. Subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode. And if you like what we're doing, leave us a review at Apple Podcasts. Take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at Well Connected Twin Cities so we can say thank you.